I'm embarrassed to admit it now, but years ago, I used to belong to one of those MLM things, multi-level marketing things. And when I think about it now, it kind of makes me cringe, especially those rallies that we went to. And I always hated that term, the rallies, and the 80s motivational music. G'day, it's Peter, and welcome to Office Anywhere, a podcast about working and living on your terms, whether that's cutting code on the deck of a Balinese villa, crafting ad copy from a cafe in Portland, Oregon, or building websites from a home office in Melbourne, Australia. If you've had enough of the daily commute and the limitations that working in an office imposes, or you're already working remotely but you want to explore some of the doors that it opens for you, then this is the podcast for you. To learn more about Office Anywhere, just go to officeanywhere.co. Most of the people there were like first-timers at an evangelical church, all smiles but no clue what they were about to see. And I've had that experience where I've been dragged off to one of those churches and everybody was waving their arms and crying and reaching up to the heavens. It was really uncomfortable. Um, But I was one of those people at those rallies, except my smile was real because I instantly thought that this was going to work. I thought, I'm going to be rich. Unfortunately, reality proffered a different outcome. In the end, I realized that the products were crap and the dozens of nights I spent doing demos in people's lounge rooms, coaching my downline, as they called it, and attending all these events brought me no closer to the goal of sipping my tires on a beach for the rest of my life. Back then, my girlfriend thought I was an idiot, and she was right. And in the end, the wagon that I hitched my ride to went broke, destroying the few who had actually made a dollar. A megatrend was its name. May it rest in peace. But... Not all was lost. That strangely exciting period, at least in the early days, did yield a few life-changing wins. First and most importantly, I think, it exposed me to literature that I probably would never have discovered on my own. I think the very first self-help book I read was The Magic of Thinking Big, and just that alone was a game-changer for me. And then there were other books like The Road Less Travelled, Think and Grow Rich, Psycho-Cybernetics, and all the books that uh, Og Mandino wrote and Tony Robbins wrote back then really opened my eyes and raised the bar. It also proved that when you're excited about your future, somehow sleep seems to be optional. For about a year, I was so excited about the possibilities of a future completely unencumbered by a job that I really struggled to nod off before three o'clock in the morning. I just didn't want to sleep. I wanted to make everything happen yesterday. So fatigue, I learned, is as much a symptom of an uncertain, unpleasant future as lack of sleep, perhaps even more so. I reckon our energy levels and our happiness can be transformed the moment that we have something to look forward to. When we realize that we can pull a lever here and turn a dial there and things change, well then that's the moment our lives change. Which leads me to this guilty pleasure of mine, watching other people rush off to work. See, that was the dream back in my MLM days. The precious few who'd managed to quit their J-O-B, they called it, Journey of Boredom, would get up on stage and they would regale us with their big day, the day they quit work. The thing was, each story was the same. It involved a stretch limo rolling up to the lucky bastard's office, champagne held aloft by a beaming spouse, and a small gathering of envious workers watching an ex-colleague glide away in a flurry of unbridled smugness and joy. Once home then, the newly minted freedom lovers would then begin a daily ritual of sitting by their front window to watch their poor doubting neighbours go to work. It sounded absolutely delicious, and I wanted exactly that. 
Well, despite my abject failure as a multi-level marketer, I'm happy to report that the scene that I've just described is every bit as delightful as it sounds. Watching everyone rush to work is still one of my most prized pleasures, and it's something that I get to witness every day if I feel like it. The irony is I'm usually up at 5.30 in the morning anyway, so it's not like I sleep till noon. Back in my old MLM days, I couldn't sleep because I was so excited about the future. Nowadays, I can't sleep any later than 6 in the morning for, well, pretty much the same reason. The neighbourhood exodus begins at about 7am when a couple of cars across the street and next door to us roar into life and they burst out of their driveways. At around about 8.30, I then walk my son to school, which is conveniently positioned right at the end of our street. And it's funny because there's always the same collection of hyper-busy mothers and a small smattering of fathers in office attire, and they thrust their kids through the gate and then trot hurriedly back to their vehicles. It seems the only ones walking slowly are the grandparents, a retired property investor who lives behind me called Elio, and me. This daily ritual is, in my opinion, a form of culturally ingrained insanity, and I am grateful beyond measure that I'm no longer part of it. But what did it take for me to escape it all? Well, it's kind of a long story, but the short version is, I made a decision that walking my son to school was far more valuable than a job with a fancy office and the word national in my title. The funny thing is, I now have a gorgeous corner office at home with floor-to-ceiling glass on two sides, lots of plants, awesome speakers on my desk that play the music that I want to hear, and no distractions. It's perfect for me. Honestly, you could triple my income and I still wouldn't give it up, even if you put VP on my business card. I'll tell you something else I've developed a liking for, and it feels a little rebellious, which always appeals to me, is walking out of the school gate and then, instead of turning right to head back home, turning left. For me, it's kind of like saying, yes, I know the CEO is waiting in the conference room, but I need to do 2,000 steps in the park first. Every time I do it, I struggle not to smile. I rank it right up there with showering at midday, another one of my favorite things to do. Three decades ago, I saw multi-level marketing as my ticket to freedom. Today, thanks to the internet, mobile computing, and clever software, you can still achieve the dream, but do it without joining someone else's downline. You need a solid plan, though, and the right tools and practices to make it work, but the payoff is huge. In many cases, you can do it with the job you have right now. You don't need to quit your job to do it. The best thing is, you also don't need to change who you are or how you show up in the world. If anything, you get to be a more authentic version of you. And with your new freedom, you can augment your life with new and potentially lucrative opportunities. Over time, these can bolster your income and your security, and ultimately even replace your current job. Compared to my dreams as a 25-year-old, today's reality, I think, is better in every way. Most importantly, the kind of life that I sought back then is also a lot more achievable today, and there's effectively no limit to what's possible. For me, I know that 10 years from now, my son will not remember the projects that I worked on, but I can guarantee that he'll remember all those times we walked to school together. And so will I. Anyway, that's it for me for this week. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with me again. Uh, If you don't already have a copy, make sure you uh, go to the blog post that goes along with this episode. It's at officeanywhere.co slash 76. Scroll down to the bottom and download a free copy of the Work Anywhere Trial Guide, Six Steps to Working and Living on Your Terms. Until next week, 
Yes to living and working on your terms. I'll talk to you then. See ya.